The Energy Pipeline is your lifeline to all things oil and gas to drill down deep into the issues impacting our industry. From the frac site to the future of sustainability, hear more about industry issues, tools, and resources to streamline and modernize the future of oil and gas. Welcome to the Energy Pipeline. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Energy Pipeline podcast. Today, our topic is global women in energy and, more specifically, global women in pipelining. We're fortunate to have Rana Al Nassar Bolos, chairperson of the Global Women's Forum and also director of international business development at Euro Institute for Information and Transfer Environmental Protection, as our guest. Great titles, Rana. So, welcome to the Energy Pipeline Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for hosting me. It's my pleasure. Wonderful to have you here. So before we get started talking about today's topic, will you take a few minutes to share your background with our listeners? Of course. First, thank you for pronouncing my name perfectly. Not only my name, also the name, the long name of, of the institution. Again, it's my pleasure being hosted by this uh, really wonderful podcast. And um, briefly to introduce myself, uh, my name is Rana Al-Nasir Boulos. My name is a combination of uh, an Arabic background and Greek name. I'm the chairperson of the Global Women Forum and business development director at the Euro Institute, which is an institution based in Hanover, Germany. Um, the Global Women Forum has been initiated uh, as a bridge between women from Europe and uh, bridging the Arab culture, talking about diversity and how to empower ourselves and support each other, focusing on sectors like energy, women in STEM and AI. Uh, throughout, throughout my career, I've been deeply committed to promoting diversity and inclusion, especially within the energy sector, particularly in crucial areas such as pipeline infrastructure. So my journey in the energy sector began with, without any engineering background. In fact, I started my career as the only female in, in the institution. And this experience fueled my curiosity to understand why there was such a lack of gender diversity within the energy industry, despite its vast opportunities and importance in driving global progress. And um, I believe that addressing this gender disparity is not only a matter of equity and social justice, but also crucial for our industry and then began to develop platforms such as Global Women Forum and Global Women in Pipelines and much more, which uh, hopefully we'll discuss within our podcast. Good. Good. Well, thank you very much. So this is a topic that's very interesting to me as a father of four daughters, and I've got five granddaughters, soon to be six. Um, So I'm, I'm very interested in the topic. But from an old guy's perspective, I'm not a big city and inclusion just for the sake of inclusion. I believe that there is a good business sense to make sure that diversity and inclusion is done from an industry perspective and a business perspective. That is, you don't want all men involved in a a project. Mm -hmm. And and you get uh, the perspective of different people from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I am a big supporter of giving someone a hand up. Everyone deserves an opportunity. But that being said, yeah, the importance of diversity. Am, am I close to being right? Am I wrong? Can help help an old guy understand <laughs> diversity and inclusion, please. Thank you. I appreciate uh, your advices and your opinion and being a father of four daughters so well. Um, I will focus, of course, on uh, when we talk now about the importance of diversity, I will focus on the energy sector because this is what we want to talk about. So diversity in the energy sector, particularly the inclusion of females and youth, is paramount for several compelling reasons. Firstly, incorporating a diverse range of perspectives fosters innovation and creativity within the industry. So not only women, also young individuals bring unique insights, experiences and problem solving approaches that can lead to the development of more effective and sustainable energy solutions. Secondly, increasing diversity promotes equality and social justice by providing opportunities for underrepresented groups to participate in a historically male-dominated field. So by breaking down barriers to entry, the energy sector can tap into a broader talent pool, driving economic growth and competitiveness. Additionally, diverse teams are better equipped to address the complex challenges facing our industry, such as climate change and energy poverty, by considering a wider range of stakeholders' needs and interests. Um, Furthermore, of course, fostering diversity and, and inclusion can enhance employee moral productivity and create a more dynamic and resilient workforce. So um, I hope I could have helped you by giving a general idea. Why is it important having more diversity within our sector? At the end of the day, it just makes good business sense to have different people from different backgrounds participating on the same project because they, they bring a different retrospective, if you will, of the situation. Is that, Definitely. Is, is that a, a, a good good summary? It's a very good summary. Good. Thanks. So so now let's let's talk about the current landscape. I, I will tell you that I've been in the, the pipeline industry for almost 50 years. And I wow. remember I, yeah. I remember back in 1976 when I was working on an offshore lay barge. The uh, company I worked with uh, was very interested in uh, uh, adding to the engineering staff and and did a very sharp uh, intelligent uh, lady uh, really really great engineer um, who ended up with a with a fantastic career of her own in any case offshore barges at the time did not have facilities or or ways to accommodate females on the barge uh, anywhere mm-hmm. from restrooms we called it the head to to bunks to to whatever the case may be there was no no availability uh, for that. So, so literally, the company that I worked for at the time would put her up in a hotel in South Louisiana. Then every morning early, she would go out to the helicopter and fly out to the barge, uh, offload, spend the day with us, and then just before sunset, 
she would get back on the helicopter and fly back mm-hmm. to shore. Um, mm-hmm. And and she did that for weeks, as I recall, and, and did a, a fantastic job while she was there. But that was the landscape 50 years ago. It's improved somewhat from that. I mean, I, I know now that they have facilities on lay barges for, for women and, and we're growing. So, so talk to me about the current landscape that we're Yeah, it's really interesting. Thank you for sharing this story. Um, Where the current landscape in the energy and specifically pipeline sector regarding the representation of females remains challenging, but it's gradually evolving. So historically, the energy industry has been uh, predominantly male-dominated, particularly in technical and leadership roles. However, there is a growing recognition of the importance of gender diversity and inclusion in the sector, leading to efforts to increase female representations on, at all levels. Um, there are several initiatives that have been implemented to address gender imbalance in these sectors. Companies are increasingly prior, prioritizing diversity in their hiring practices and workplace policies. They are actively recruiting and promoting women into traditionally male-dominated roles, including engineering, operations, and leadership positions. Additionally, also many organizations are implementing mentorship and leadership development programs, specifically tailored to support the advancement of women in the industries. But despite these efforts, significant barriers to entry and advancement for females in the energy and pipeline sector persist. So we have gender stereotypes. Uh, uh, We have uh, unconscious bias and workplace cultures that are not always inclusive, remain challenges to overcome. Uh, Furthermore, the physical demands and remote work locations associated with certain roles in the sector can deter some women from pursuing careers in energy and pipelines. But to address these challenges and create a more inclusive environment, ongoing efforts are needed. So this includes promoting STEM education and career pathways for girls and young women, fostering supportive workplace cultures that value diversity and implementing policies and practices that promote work-life balance and flexibility. So Overall, while progress has been made in increasing female representation in the energy and pipeline sector, there is still work to be done to achieve true gender diversity and support. Continued commitment from industry stakeholders, policymakers, and advocacy groups is essential to driving meaningful change and ensuring equal opportunities for all individuals, regardless of gender. So, so I appreciate what you're saying. Uh, I will say that as someone who's lived through the last 50 years um, and and has hired a number of people over the last 30 years, mm-hmm. uh, the, the pool of women, or the, excuse me, the number of women in the pool of potential hires uh, in the engineering field, that's what I am, an engineer, has has been small, smaller than you you say the the male end of it. And 
again, as a, as a father of four girls and all of that, I, I think this gets back to the STEM and the mm-hmm. STEM initiatives in telling little girls that being assertive isn't being bossy. And yes, you can do these things as well as any boy can do these things. And, yeah. and actually starting at a, a young age, at an early age, getting them interested in STEM products and, and that's science, technology, engineering, and mathematics is yeah. what STEM stands for, yes. I think is, is key that as we encourage more young girls to get into STEM, uh, the representation within the hiring pool will be greater and we'll end up with more people to select from to grow your organization and and it becomes a self-developing process and but it all starts at the beginning getting the little grade school girls to understand that they can Act like engineers. Am, Definitely. Am I close? Am I yeah, close with yeah, this? Yeah, you're very close. And luckily, we have more initiatives like these. Uh, when I, I, I will talk about Europe right now. So we have in Germany, in in, uh, in the Netherlands, uh, these initiatives like having really engineers and groups of or um, um, organizations going to schools and uh, really making activities with these girls. Uh, showing them what is it about in this industry? Why can I do it? Why? What? What are the challenges? How can we overcome it? What are the opportunities within these sectors? So recently, in the last ten years, we really see a lot of these initiatives, and which is good because we show these girls role models. Also, we show them real stories and success stories. Right. And, and I think in the U.S. we're seeing the same thing with the different uh, uh, societies of professional engineers and, and the SCE, ASME, and, and yeah. different organizations here recognizing that in order to increase the opportunities for girls, they need to be aware that the opportunities exist. And, exactly. And, and not not too different, if you will, from, from me uh, being a, a, a boy from West Virginia, not realizing what opportunities there were in the energy industry until I moved to Houston. And, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, a whole new world opened up. Well, let's, let's give these young girls an opportunity in grade school to see these opportunities. And I, I'm, I'm not neglecting the boys as well. I think it's very important that, that everyone recognize that uh, there is a lot being offered in STEM. I will mention that only one of my four girls uh, actually went into uh, that field. Uh, The others have have chosen other fields, and that's their prerogative. But at Mm -hmm. least it was offered to them. So Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Now, as I mentioned earlier, we're, we're into looking at, if you will, a hand up uh, instead of a handout. And so when we get into career development, we're starting to talk about uh, mentorships and, and all of that. And maybe you can mm-hmm. can talk to what the, the Global Women Forum does and, and what your company does in promoting those types of areas. 
Yeah. So um, the in, the institute, uh, the Euro Institute, is hosting yearly uh, platform uh, which has been created by the institute called Pipeline Technology Conference. And April, from the eighth until the eleventh of April, there will be the nineteenth edition. So the um, pipeline where will that be held? In Berlin. In Berlin. In Berlin. In Berlin. Berlin. So it is a really a leading pipeline conference and exhibition uh, globally having uh, leaders from oil and gas operators, technology providers, academics, young professionals coming together to discuss within three days conference a lot of topics, having an exhibition and uh, seminars, workshops, etc., and as I mentioned earlier, since I began with the institute, in the institute, I noticed this lack of females, and I began really with very small sessions first within the conference, called called them uh, women in pipeline. But the demand was really big, and the small space I have booked within this uh, conference, it was overbooked. So this year we decided to go for a bigger. For one and we may we are making a one day forum, so we will have the Global Women in Pipeline Forum. At the same time, the Global Women in Pipeline is an activity of the Global Women Forum, which is a known forum dedicated to bridge between women in Europe and the Arab world, focusing on energy, women in STEM, and AI. And we are focusing here on the pipeline industry. It is a dynamic gathering aimed to connect and inspire girls and women in the pipeline industry worldwide. So we are talking about diversity. We're talking about inclusion. We are talking about how to motivate the young uh, people to step in this industry. We will share stories and uh, discuss together what could be done so on the 8th of April, we will come all together in Berlin, Germany to talk about them. And it will be really global. So we will have speakers from the US, uh, from UK, from the Arab world, from Germany, from South America, and share our stories and globally connect with each other to see what could we learn from each other. But my aim is also, and the aim of the institution is to work with the outcome so we want to learn from all these stories and the outcome of the forum to see what, what could be done afterwards. What can we develop? Which initiative is the right one uh, we can develop after this forum? So this is the main idea behind it. In, in, fact, in fact, you and I were introduced by a friend of mine here in Houston yes. who uh, you invited to come as a speaker. She's exactly. not able to make it, but she said this would be a great uh, connection for me. And here we are. Here yes. we are. So that's, that's great. Many so, greetings to her. <laughs> <laughs> so so with, with that being said, once you have the forum, how do you continue the initiative so that it doesn't die until the the 2025 forum do you have uh subgroups planned or or sessions planned or kind of mentoring system set up what what is your plan to to keep this process going Exactly. So we have something called um, exchange mentorship program. 
And within this program, I will then implement the uh, within the energy sector, the pipeline sector. The exchange mentorship program is a program uh, globally connecting women and young girls together to to have mentors and mentees. And um, this is what I was ta- mentioning before. So we will work on the outcome. Uh, I, me, myself, I always learn, of course, from the experiences of my speakers and people coming together to see what is really needed. What can, what can I really implement? Who's interested to be a mentor within this mentorship program, to be connected with somebody with a young a girl from another country to mentor her, etc. So this is one thing. The other thing is to have perhaps like um, online sessions together, together again at the end of the year to see, okay, how what are the experiences we have gained after the forum? What could be added? What could be done? So um, these are for now the ideas and the initiatives. And I don't know, after the forum, I could perhaps tell you more. Super, super. Now, you're focusing primarily on Europe and the Arab world, um, as I understand. Um, What if someone in the United States or, frankly, the Western Hemisphere that might be listening to this, how, how could they participate or are you interested in branching out to the Western Hemisphere? Okay, so um, sorry if I haven't introduced this right, but the Global Women Forum is the original platform who is focusing on bridging Europe and the Arab world. The Global Women in Pipeline is only is an initiative which has been implemented within the Pipeline Technology Conference and it's addressed globally. So, you know, uh, speakers, I have speakers coming from Houston, Dr. Kelly Bailey. She's the owner and president of Cooper Resources, uh, United States. She will be uh, talking. I have uh, pre- uh, speakers coming from Brazil, from Switzerland, from Canada. So it's it's global. So I hope now I, I, it, we have Monique Roberts. She's the director of POTS Association from, uh, from Houston. And Deborah Matthews, she's also from TC Energy Houston. So uh, we already have them. And of course, I'm calling for more and more to come. So I hope now I put it right or I, or uh, to put it right. The Global Women Forum is the platform who's bridging between the Arab world and the and Europe. And the Global Women in Pipeline is really global. It is uh, open for everybody. Gotcha. So, and, and, and no, thank you for the clarification. I appreciate that. Uh, so, so there is an opportunity for someone who cannot attend the sessions to, uh, uh, find you and if, and participate as a mentor or ask uh, for, for help. Through that Definitely. process, so so we'll get to the the email addresses and how they can reach out to you here in just a just a yes, bit. Yes, please. Also, you know, if somebody if somebody has any advice or something to share, you know, we look today we learn from each other. So I'm very open to hear your opinions, your advices. Uh, you know, if you have any um, any advice or something for me, please contact me. So I will be really happy. Good, good, good. So so we've talked about the global. Arrangement. Uh, are there any global perspectives that you'd want to discuss beyond what we've done regarding gender diversity? Um, what do you mean? What do you mean exactly? 
to, to you know to understand your your question right. What 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 efforts and best practices uh, for gender mm. diversity are you are you looking at from an international perspective? Uh yeah. So I think it's there's already a lot have been done, but there's still a lot to be done. I think uh, if we talk about career development strategies, we can do more globally. Um, you know, when we work on uh, goal setting to make it more in global way, um, skills skill development to make it more perhaps intercultural. You know, on a, focusing on intercultural um, topics. So um, and of course networking, networking globally. So it, it, it comes back to um, uh, skill building, career advancement, looking for the mentors, the mentees to to work on an international level to yeah. help help young girls become more prominent in the energy industry and yes. specifically in the pipelines, right? Right. So, okay. All right. Sounds sounds fantastic. You know, sounds because, like quite you know, a challenge for us. <laughs> yeah, no, gen, you know, gender diversity and inclusion are, are global imperatives that require collaborative efforts across borders and industries. So, so when we share best practices and collaborate on initiatives and uh, leverage international networks, we can accelerate progress toward a more inclusive and diverse energy and pipeline sector. So, you know, forums, international forums and conferences such as uh, Global Women in Pipeline provide valuable opportunities for knowledge exchange and collaboration. And we hope to drive positive change on a global scale. Fantastic. I, I, I know you've got goals set out there and I know that they're a good distance away and there's a lot to be done, but I, I love the, the, the enthusiasm and the, the idea of doing this one step at a time, knowing that each step you're getting closer to the goals that you're looking for. And I, I, I find that very exciting again for my four daughters and five granddaughters. <laughs> I, I think this is this is great. You know, uh, uh, again, I, I think of that engineer back in 1976, and and how she did certain things to make it easier for female engineers to come in later on and and build on, and everyone getting on each other's shoulders to yeah. to help promote and build. And and what you're doing with this initiative is is a great catalyst of getting. Those who have gone before to get with those who are starting their journey to learn from and and not make the same mistakes and and how to to develop and encourage. So I, I find that fascinatingly exciting. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So you know, one of the uh, uh, we have an interactive workshop actually. So it's called Leadership Skills for Success, integrated within the forum. And um, I have three speakers, and they were they want to exchange their own experiences. So it's really all about storytelling, and they will they will meet you know youngsters, really young engineers, uh, ladies who have already started now, or recently started their careers, and it's all about exchanging experiences and what to learn from each other, and it's fantastic. Outstanding. Absolutely. 
Okay, well, we're, we're getting close to, to our time. So yeah. I wanted to just check and, and throw out, is there anything else you'd like to, to add um, that we haven't discussed? I know we can really talk a lot about so many things, but I really appreciate the time you have offered me now within your podcast time to introduce the idea and the background and the aim we want to reach. So I really want to thank you so much for hosting me and let, and giving us the chance to talk about this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we'll make sure that you come back again after Thank the forum you. and you can tell us, tell us all about it. Uh, I know Anastasia is very anxious to, to hear how things work out there. So, so that's great. <laughs> it would be my pleasure. But thank you again for the, for taking the time to visit with us today. And for our listeners, uh, for more information on the Euro Institute for Information and Technology Transfer in Environmental Protection. That is one heck of a organization <laughs> title. Uh, you need to go to www.eitep.de. Itep.de. Uh, Rana, is there another um, website that you'd like for the listeners to be sent to as well? I can have a look on the Global Women Forum website. Um, I don't know. Shall I share it later with you, or please? Can, shall you I can do it. Yes, do it right now, and, yeah. and Anastasia will put it in. Perfect. So it's global.women.forum, and um, you can also it's reach. Yes, please. Global global.women.forum. Exactly. Is it dot uh, com? No, no dot com. So you you just you just uh, this is the website. It's just global.women.forum. Excellent. Excellent. That's that's perfect. And you okay. can reach me on LinkedIn also if you need any information. Yes. Very good. Very good. And that's what I did when my friend gave me the contact information. <laughs> exactly. So. All right. Very good. Very good. So, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And thanks uh, to all of you for tuning into this episode of the Energy Pipeline podcast sponsored by Caterpillar Oil and Gas. Questions, comments, or ideas for podcast topics, free to email me at kc.yostn.com. I also want to thank my producer, Anastasia, everyone at the Oil and Gas Global Network. Find out more about other OGGN podcasts. ACO saying goodbye for now. Have a great week and keep that. Come back next week for another episode of the Energy Pipeline, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. To learn more, go to OGGN.com.